Welcome to the Aligned Woman's Way, a podcast for women in business running at 110% with no off switch, sacrificing family, friends, and health while you're giving everything to your business. For those of you ladies that are smiling on the outside while secretly screaming on the inside, laying awake at night, being eaten alive by mother's guilt, or terrified of being caught out as a fraud, Let's talk about the shizzy everybody is thinking, but nobody is saying. Let's stop pretending that everything is okay and start living life on your terms. Get this podcast in your earbuds if you're ready to flick that switch and start doing life and business the aligned woman's way. Hello, hello and welcome. This is Diana Kendrick, your guide, your mentor, your coach and your friend. I'm going to be your friend today. Uh, I'm on holidays and you're going to hear lots of the background noise because I'm at the McKendricks Farm, Strawcastle Collective. (laughs) And I'm here with my sister-in-law, Mel McKendrick, and she's just started her podcast. So we're going to give you a bit of background on Mel and where she's come from and what she does and how passionate she is. And she's changing the world in her own footprint. And then that's expanding out and she's one of the most incredible women I've ever met (laughs) and we don't get to see each other often usually at Christmas time we get to spend a couple of days here and it's always you know a beautiful time to reset and reconnect with the family and just get our feet back in the dirt and remember really remember on a deeper level who we are where we come from and what's possible with community and food and goals and dreams so yeah just excuse all the background noise Esme is here too do you want to say hi no, she didn't want to say hi. I'm going to hand over to Mel and um, Mel, maybe just explain a little bit of, you know, where you're from and your journey up until this point and then share the Strawcastle Collective and what you're creating here. And then we can move on and tell people about your podcast and how much fun it was to get it started <laughs> and give you direction on where you can all go follow Mel. So, yeah, where, start from the beginning. Where did it all start for you? Oh, that is a really good question. Um I've always been interested in gardening, but not just dabbling, I should say, gardening. And I ended up through a very stressful period in my life, got into more involved in gardening because it did help clear my mind and uh, let me focus on other things apart from what was going on at the time. And then once I started getting into the gardening and how well it made me feel I then got bees and then once we got bees the garden got better and then the bees got stronger and then it's just all gone from there and And I think like from my viewpoint it's been really beautiful to watch you because we've known each other for a long time now Mel's Mm. married to my husband Gus's brother Ben so we're sister-in-laws and I remember when we first met what must have been like 10 years ago I think it's more like 11. 11-ish yeah. years ago. We were yeah. laughing because we were like coming together and we had this bond and we got along really well. And I remember you saying things like, oh, at school I was the odd one out. I knew never really fit in. I always knew what I was passionate about. You loved doing, always loved the garden, mm. um, even though you like weren't fully into it, mm. but loved the garden. You loved things like blacksmithing. Was that? Yeah. 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 Uh, you loved building things. You loved doing things like just different to most people. And I think that's a big thing that that brought us together. So we want to speak to those of you who are out there that may feel different. And I feel like 
gardening or doing something out of the norm not that that's necessarily out of the norm but I think the masses of people aren't living on their own land being fully self-providing at the moment uh don't let that diminish your dreams because both Mel and I have come from being the odd little kid that I don't know you might have had more friends than me I didn't have many friends um but yeah if that's you if you've got a passion and we want to be able to support you. Mel's going to speak to those those men and women and families out there that have a passion in gardening. And like she said, it's not just her mental health that it's supported through a really rough period of life and a rough period of time, but what it's grown into mm. is your normal now, but it's really quite phenomenal, especially like when you remember back 10 years ago when we met and how you had these dreams and we would talk about it. And now here you are in your shouse. Yes, the shouse. <laughs> so tell us about the shouse. Uh, we've built a shed house uh, that we're living in while we build our straw bale house, fully off-grid. Um, and, yes, we're building it ourselves. Yeah, and so <laughs> these guys are in the snowy mountains and when Mel first moved here with a big dream on her heart and a very big and clear vision with what you're creating here, Everybody told you what. I remember you telling me about this, like day in and day out, and sometimes you felt really disheartened, mm. but more from me witnessing you, it just put that fire in your belly to show what you're capable of. So what did everyone tell you? Oh, like thought we were a little bit crazy. I thought we were a bit crazy too. We moved out to its old farmland, so there was nothing on here except um, just paddock, really, paddock and weeds and cows. And it's cold. Even yeah. in summer, it's yeah. cold, yeah. real cold. We get all four seasons, so it's beautiful. I, I quite like it. It's, it is cold, but it's not humid, so it's nice. <laughs> I don't do well in the heat. So they're nestled up here in the hills of Calcite? Is that where we are? Yeah, Calcite Snowy Mountains, New South Wales. So, yeah, yeah Snowy Mountains, people. We're in the Snowy Mountain country. Yeah. And so when you guys first nestled here and moved here, it was like nothing grows there. Nothing grows here. Nothing grows there. But sheep. That's what I was told. Again and, and again and again. Really sick of hearing it. And so we've changed that. And that's what the podcast is going to be about. How what we can grow, what we can share. We do cuttings, so grow from seed, local seed, save our seed to then grow new plants. Um, yeah, cuttings division of plants. And we're getting a really strong garden happening now because we're getting a lot of climatized fruit, vegetables and flowers and flowers for our pollinators. Yeah. So tell us more what's in the garden, then we'll move on to the pollinators. For those of you who don't know, that's bees, is it? And more? Bees and native wasps. Bees and native And the birds. And the birds, of course. So tell people, like, give us a view for people that are listening to this, and I'd love to be able to show you all the garden. Like it's one of my favourite places to be, especially seeing it from a paddock into what you guys have created, sort of move from the front, forward and tell everybody like what's here like what nothing grows here and Mel's going to tell you what is flourishing here <laughs> so for starters we started on a hedge I wanted a mixed plant hedge because it was quite open and exposed so we've worked on a mixed plant hedge of native and non-native plants which is um, again food and habitat for critters um, that's Growing, going to be growing right round. We've got um, an orchard. We have a big veggie patch with 24 beds in it. 
keep going now. I'm blogging like she's talking about the garden. <laughs> 24 beds, um, a 15-metre polytunnel, and we've got a Sproutwell greenhouse um, to be built too, which I'm really excited about. We've also got an outdoor bath that's being re renovated, um, which has got plants around it as well. It is beautiful. I've got an, another little veg patch up the top, which is all raised beds, which was my original garden. A berry patch, chickens. Roosters, you probably hear them soon. <laughs> the rooster, yeah, that's Wallace. We just, uh, Wallace the rooster, we <laughs> recorded Mel's intro to her podcast and Wallace is in the background crowing, perfect timing. I love yeah. it. Yeah, he's a good rooster. And then the house is getting built just up to our left there. Down to our right is this, is that what? Uh, it is Lake Chindabine, uh, which we're on the section that goes into Yukonbeing River. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got everything you need here. And is this what you dreamed of? Yeah, definitely. Definitely dreamed of it. If I was going to go off grid, um, this is what I wanted. And I'm, I've got all my gardens set up and now most of it's just maintenance and harvesting now. Yep. Yeah. So give us some tips for people that might have a goal or dream to go off the grid and be self-providing. Is that what the word is? Self-sufficient. Self-sufficient. That's the word. We're self We're not completely self-sufficient, yep. but we do make, bake, preserve and do a lot of our own things. Yeah. Um, I do buy, you know, soap from, you know, handmade soaps and that sort of stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, do it to your ability and you'll learn as you go and don't be scared to have a try. I've tried and not, I've had so many fails, but it's not a fail because if your plant doesn't make it, it becomes compost. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, I just feel like there's so much here and when you start your podcast, it's going to be like episode, 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 episode because there's so much that you do that has become your normal that yeah. you kind of forget is and it's just really cool. Like yeah. when I get here, there's... Mel's always got things up drying. Like, what's that? We're looking at it now. Uh, lemon balm. Lemon balm. And the gourds. They grew some gourds, bottle gourds. Which is so, like pumpkin? Yeah, squashy pumpkins. Squashy yeah. pumpkins. And they dry and you can actually put water in them. But that, that'll be another podcast because they're nearly ready to be turned into bottles. We've got rosemary and garlic out in the back room. We've got leek flowers. Uh, catnip for catnip bags. Um, and that's only a little bit at the moment. Oh, we've got all our berries in the freezers. Made sourdough this morning. Yeah, we. I get up, yeah. go for my morning walk and come back and Mel's got her hands in the sourdough making the bread, which she'll from scratch, then bakes it, and there's always plenty of bread here. Pizza oven out the back. Yeah, which is being lit. Pizza's tonight. Is, yeah, oh, well, tonight as well. Woohoo! Pizza's, yeah. yeah. And the other things that you do as well, which I always love, and I'm not sure you do as much of it now because you spend more time in the garden, but you're making all your own candles. So in your podcast, you're going to have um, series on... Why beeswax candles? Yeah. Why are they good? So yeah. Mel makes all that. Honey? Yep. So we have here, we have four beehives. So we just Langstroth beehives. We work on healthy bees and they are adapted. We have changed the beehives to cope with the cold. Um, and I take out, we take the honey, which is uh, a bonus for us. It's not our first and foremost. Pollination is our first and foremost. Honey, then I get the wax, make the candles out of the wax, 
and yeah so it's a full circle on that, that yeah. front full so you like the full circle from I do like yeah. a full circle yeah yeah so you said the first thing if somebody wants to get started is just to do what you're capable of don't try and bite off more than you chew because you get overwhelmed and then you get too much yeah so mm-hmm. slowly just take a little bit and if you're listening to this now please reach out to Mel that's what she's here for where can people contact you if they want a bit of support or to follow along where would be the best place your instagram yeah instagram instagram for now so melissa mckendrick or is it straw castle Castle collective Collective. okay yep so i'll put that down in the show notes instagram straw castle collective and then if you are in this area mel often attends a few markets a month so you take all your produce and the things that you make to the markets do you want to tell people which markets and when they can they can come and meet you the first Saturday of the month at the Jindabyne Community Market in Jindabyne and the second Sunday of the month at the Cooma Artisan Markets in at Cooma Railway Station. Yeah, so if you're ever down this way, please drop in and say hey to Mel and have a look at a lot of the produce that she's pretty much burst from the ground up. <laughs> and is there anything else that you want to talk about? The bee, Like the bees is a really big part of what you do. And, and we're not talking just honeybees we i'm also a big i love native bees and we have a lot since we've done all our planting and food here we have got a lot of native bees more than when we first started because the biodiversity was quite minimal and now um, a lot of native bees and then the pollinators as in the birds are coming in too so we don't do any spray on our fruit and veg um and like cabbage moth, everyone that goes, ah, oh, cabbage moth, blah, blah, blah. We don't have a problem with that because all the willy wagtails and other little birds come in and sort that out for us. And that's one thing I love when I'm talking to you as well about the garden and just life in general. I I feel like a very harmonious approach, like there's always the balance. So you don't about, want to work against nature. Yeah, how can we work with, with it? it? Yeah, and you seem to have that sixth sense. I don't know, some people might call us witches <laughs> in it's our own sense. Thing. Like when you get here, Mel's always got like all the herbs like dried and up there and making all different um, delicate, beautiful teas with things out of the garden. She knows the weeds that you can eat and where to plant things so they do work in, once again, I don't really know the terminology, but is it like symbiosis where it's all working together? Yeah. Yeah. A symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And then when you approach life like that, whether it be your garden or your business or your relationships, where it's not just take, 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 which is a big part of what's happened in this society and the way that we've been bred as a society. Uh, yeah. Real magic can happen. And this very quickly can become your new normal and, you know, bake your own bread, make your own candles, all everything. Hey. And when you start like, say the Jindabyne community market, there are so many awesome picklers and bread bakers and all that and we just talk to people. Yeah, you, like learn. you're building a true community mm. where you're all supporting each other and I heard you say earlier you have the seed swap and the produce swap. So Produce swap, we're going to give it a shot. We haven't done yeah. it yet. Yeah, tell here. us more about that, like why you do that. Um, Because there are a lot of people around here that have excess produce, like just that that old quince tree, gnarly quince tree, that no one knows what to do with quince. But I'll tell you why, it makes a really good quince jelly and you can um, stew them. Oh, beautiful. But when you have an overabundance of it, you don't want to waste it. Yeah, you don't want it to go to waste. Yeah, And that's it. I remember one year we came down here and the apples were in surplus. Like there's so many apples. So you guys were like 
stewing apples. I don't know if you pickled yep. apples, but you're making apple cider. Yep. Oh, we no, did preserving yeah. as yeah, well yeah. in the Fowler, Bacola yeah. things. Yep. Yep. Apple sauce. Lots of different things. So that's that's another really important thing I, I think we've missed as a society is the seasonal nature of food and eating and planting and growing for the seasons. Mm. So do you want to touch on that? I know we're going over lots of topics, but. Um, we are extremely seasonal here and in winter we get snow, so everything goes dormant. So you, we do want to preserve as much as we can for those winter periods. We get uh, beautiful autumn, autumns and spring, my favourite times of the year. And um yeah, it was, we're very seasonal and we're on the end of the food delivery chain pretty much. So it's, um, it's been really hard to get, oh, hard to get, it likes me, <laughs> hard to get a lot of fresh, fresh fruit and vegetables down in our area. So it's great though. We've got these community markets and we're trying to get more people to share. Even when someone goes, I've only got one quince, quince tree, you can get kilos off that. I've got some friends that have got, in Calcutt, they've got four cherry trees and sometimes they get, I think Brooke said like 100 kilos. It's phenomenal of cherries. 100 so kilos, that's a lot of cherries. It's a lot of cherries. This se- And it's very seasonal. This season, none or a handful, but it just depends on the season. So, yeah, that's why we want to do some food um, produce swaps. Yeah, I love that. So it's, it's all about going with the flow and working with nature and with the environment and just observing and sitting. I think you taught me. Observation is a big one. Yeah, sitting and watching what's happening before we get gung-ho and get really busy, getting busy out in the garden or, like I said, any areas of, like, just life. Just observe what happens. Observe where the sun falls. Observe the seasons. Observe what's happening. And then you can make a plan of approach to that. And the other thing I heard you say, Mel, was, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just give it a go. Yeah. Trial it out see how it goes and then adapt it and tweak it and refine it to support your goals and your dreams. Mm, Definitely. I've just heard Ben walk in the door. I'm wondering if he wants to say anything on the podcast. No, no, no. I don't think so. (laughs) Because he doesn't know we're doing it yet. Um, Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us. Is there anything else you want to add? This is your official first podcast on, on my podcast, but you're going to start yours in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Tell us the name of your podcast. I don't know if we mentioned that. Strawcastle Collective Tea and Turnip Series. Yeah. So because that's going to Everyone have- needs to have a cup of tea when you're in the garden. That's the number one. Sit, look, plan what you're going to do and listen to the birdies. Yeah. So you guys can follow that. Follow Mel. Should That will be on Spotify and Apple iTunes. I'll help her get that set up in the next week or so. The first one will be out in two weeks. And, yeah, it'll just be amazing. It'll be awesome, particularly if this is a topic that you're interested in. And even if it's not, I feel like I get a lot of, I'm not a huge gardener or a cooker. I like I come here to get my fix of that. But I take a lot of gardening principles and put it into my business. Like the way that nature works is the way that we work. And we think we're smarter than nature sometimes as humans, but we're not. Like if we just sit and observe and watch and realize that we're actually part of nature. And like you said earlier, work with it instead of against it. Feel like there's so much that you can learn from the, the way nature operates someone said to me a couple of weeks ago there's no straight lines in nature that's correct and i was like i've never heard that before but that's really wise mm. and humans spend so much of our time time trying to make things straight whereas what if we just trusted it 
And that's what I noticed in you. You've got that sixth sense of working with the land and listening to the land. And yeah, it's just really beautiful. It's a really beautiful way to live. And it's, I'm always learning. I'm not scared to learn and try new things. Yeah. So jump on, listen to Mel's podcast. Thank you for joining us here. And we'll see you all the same time, same place next week. Congratulations. If you've actually made it this far, you have completed more than most mothers ever do. You actually got to finish something for yourself. If you like what you heard, found yourself nodding and smiling, secretly wondering what it's like to be a millionaire mum, I'll meet you over there on our website, www.thosetwosisters.com, where we get to know each other better and you can subscribe to our Sister Share newsletter and get the real, raw, unfiltered secrets of becoming the aligned woman you were born to be.